Social Media Serenity, episode number 12. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Eric. No, I'm Chris Biting. Chris, what are you doing here, man? I Eric is locked in the basement right now. Nice. So I decided to do the show instead. All right. So, everybody, we have a little bit of a change in plans. Unfortunately, Eric's family is not feeling well at all. And so he's he's had to take the week off, but that's okay. We are here with another fabulous GSPN.TV ho- co-host, which is Chris Biding. Chris, how's it going, man? Hey, man, it feels like I haven't talked to you in forever. Well, I'll tell you what, it's been at least at least an hour. <laughs> at least an hour. Chris and it's I, good, though. Chris and I, by the way, if you haven't heard about this, uh, Chris and I do the Help I Got a Mac podcast. Which this morning we re- recorded our ninety first episode, ninety second, ninety second episode. You're so, having a numbers issue today. I think I am, but I think it was ninety one, because wasn't the about? You're right. It was number ninety two. <laughs> See, <laughs> I have no idea today. But anyway, we are here to to share a little social media serenity with you guys. And uh, I will say the social media landscape is anything but serene today. Oh, my gosh. No, my social media is not very serene at all today. Tell, tell us what's going on, Chris. Uh, explain to us what is, what's the big deal in social media today. Sure. Uh, Google has released something called Google Wave. And right now it's limited to about 100,000 invites. And um, Google Wave is it's a collaboration tool. It's kind of like a new way of doing email and collaborating and IM and it's really, really wild. And I've been lucky enough to get an invite. Well, when you get a Google wave invite, you get some invitations for yourself to give away. And I got eight right as of right now they, you know, they may increase later. I'm not sure. So I opened my big mouth and said that I had Google wave and now everybody and their mom is asking me for an invite. I'm getting, uh, friended on on Twitter. I'm getting like tons of friend requests and at replies and all sorts of stuff, people asking for invites. And um, I've already given away three. So I'm down to five and we decided to give away two on today's show. Awesome. So, so we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see what's, what's going on. Well, right cr- now there's not a whole lot. It's like I'm by myself in Google Wave and it's kind of like being the first person to get HDTV. Right. And there's like no channels in HD. You can't watch anything. You just have this big old honking screen. Well, I got this big old honking Wave account, and I don't know what to do with it. So, so let me ask you, what is Wave? How would you explain Wave to folks that are out there? Wave, I guess, could be best described as a collaboration tool. Okay. Um, but I have not. It's yeah. It, according to, to to Wave.com, it's a communication and collaboration tool in real time. And there's a super long video on wave.google.com. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Oh, so, well, no wonder you don't know what to do. <laughs> it says Google Wave is an online tool for real-time communication and collaboration. A wave can be both a conversation and a document where people can discuss and work together by using richly formatted text, photos, videos, maps, and more. So if you're a business and you're kind of brainstorming with clients or you're brainstorming with your, with your group and they're all over the country... Um, everybody can kind of toss in rich media to work together and kind of show each other things. So it's it's a whole new way of of conversing and in, in, in collaborative work, which gotcha. is pretty cool. 
it is pretty cool. So so here here's the best way that I could explain it is if you could imagine. Do you remember ICQ mm-hmm. back in the day when uh, ICQ, for those that don't know, this was like one of the earlier chat clients out there or instant messaging clients. And what was unique about it was that um, Chris could be over there in Cincinnati. I could be here in northern Kentucky. He could be chatting with me. And as he's typing, I actually see the, the letters pull up as he's typing. But not only that, if he was to make a mistake and have to back it up and, t- and finish typing the word correctly, I would be able to see that as well. It's all happening yep. in real time. I mean, there is no delay. There is no pushing the button. I mean, it is as soon as you type it, it is immediately there. Exactly. Now, now, for those of us who are using, let's just say, Google Spreadsheets, and we can share a, a Google Spreadsheet back and forth with one another, imagine if if we're both in that spreadsheet at the same time and chris you're up up uh, like at the top of the spreadsheet and you type in a new figure and you hit enter if i'm down at the bottom of the spreadsheet entering information and, and i hit enter we both are seeing that data being uh put in real time well very close to real time as we're putting it in we can be in the same document same time collaborating with one another making the con- the content of this spreadsheet uh, together and we could go in and correct each other and stuff like that so what I'd like to just say in my mind what a wave is is imagine a Google spreadsheet only where it's not just limited to the functionality of of, of entering data into a, a cell of a spreadsheet but instead it is like imagine us being able to create an email live together and instead of the email being here's what you sent and then i hit reply and i have a copy of it down below it is a threaded living document that that i could actually go up to the top where you originally sent me a message and then all of a sudden i can highlight it delete that and put something else in and then it changes the original document there's no more like a bunch of different copies of this communication you know going back in time does that all Mm -hmm. make sense yeah, yeah, it does. And uh, there's all sorts of, it looks like it's going to be very, very like uh, extendable. There's going to be all sorts of extensions, kind of like, you know, um, Firefox. And um, it, games are going to probably be part of this. You know, real simple games like Sudoku is one, of, uh, an example they have on there, also chess, you know. So that kind of, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. They're basically building this framework for people just to kind of go hog wild on it. And um, it's exciting. Uh, to be part of something new, I'm not sure you know how much I'm going to use it, but you know me, I'm an early adopter, and I need to get in there as soon as I can and and, and at least act like I'm an expert on it. Well, here's here's the deal. I don't think that there'll be a lot of use for it right out of the box. I think this is going to be something that we are going to be able to have you know get into. People are going to come and dream up the ideas once it becomes available. And the the develop now the developers have had some time to play with this. But I haven't heard too much about everything, you know, as far as what they've been able to do so far. But I really do believe that we're not going to see the full effect of what this really is until it actually, um, probably until about six months from now. I just got shared a a wave from uh, a guy named Dr. Wave, who I guess is part of Google. Yeah, he is. He's like the mascot for, for the company. And uh, there's a two-minute video about getting started with Wave and stuff like that. So 
that just came across uh, at eleven nineteen. So I guess I'll find out what. Do you me know. If, can you put a link to that in the chat room here and uh, the the, uh, the the wave the, video? The video, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hold on one second. I will do that right now. Copy, and then I'll paste. Paste. All right. Paste. There, there we go. go. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go ahead and click on this and yeah, it's a two minute video. Why not play it? Let's see what it says here. Oh, hi. I'm Greg, product manager on Google Wave in Australia. Around these parts, I'm known as Dr. Wave. I'm here to enlist your help in trying out a new tool for real time communication and collaboration called Google Wave. Google Wave is all this interesting stuff on the screen all around me. A wave is a shared space where you can discuss and work and communicate with friends and colleagues using text and videos and photos and maps and all sorts of interesting stuff. So see up there where it says preview? Well, it's still going to be a little rocky, but we need your help and your feedback to make this product even better. So let me show you around. Okay, so over on the far left-hand side of the screen, there's two panels. The bottom panel. It's called the contacts panel. You can search for contacts. If you have a contact in there, you can click on them, and then you can start a new wave with them. Uh, the upper panel is called the navigation panel. The navigation panel is a series of links, uh, including the inbox. If you click on one of those links, it'll populate a list of waves in the search panel, which is the panel right next to me. The search panel will allows you to search for waves. Um, but if you have a specific wave in there, you can see uh, it'll show you some participants of the wave, the title. Uh, mm. How many unread messages are in it? And uh, oh yeah, the last time it was updated. That brings us to the wave panel, which is what I'm currently in in this crazy embedded YouTube video. Um, <laughs> if you wanted to create a new wave, you can do so by clicking on the new wave button over there. But don't do it because if you click on it, then I'm going to go away. In the wave panel <laughs> up above me, you can see a bunch of participants. Those are the only people who can actually see this wave. And if you click on that plus button, you can actually add more people so that they can see this wave too. Um, a wave itself is a collection of messages, and we call these messages blips. You can edit blips, you can reply to blips, and if multiple Blip. people are in a wave all at the same time, replying and editing blips, uh, then you can see each other's typing live. There's a lot more I'd love to tell you about. Fortunately, I'm totally out of time. So if you want to learn more, check out all the links below. And other than that, happy waving. Happy waving. And so yeah, I, I, you could easily say each wave or blip is kind of like in just in the view that I'm in right now. It is like your inbox. So, like the the thing I got from Doctor Wave, which was that video, looks like a message in my inbox on Gmail. When I click on it, that's your collaborative kind of uh, desk space, I guess you could say, where you could throw in videos and text and link and links and everybody else who you invite to look at that wave panel can can add their own stuff. So. It's kind of like email, kind of like chat, kind of like SharePoint, kind of like go to meeting. I mean, it's there's a lot that that can be done with this. I mean, I I could see people writing extensions to share a desktop or to share, you know, PowerPoint or Word doc, you know, anything like that that they can, you know, Google Doc that they could share. So this is kind of the sky's the limit, really, on on what kind of stuff can be thrown into this um, wave panel. Exactly, and th and that's what I th that I mean. Now, if you watch the entire video. Uh, that explains Google Wave from the you know the developers convention when they first announced this. There is a lot of examples that they give that you can use and and how you can 
Uh, one of the th- neat thing is, is that let's just say that you have a wave that's going on or a conversation or a collaboration project and I'm just now invited into it. You guys have been going for two or three days at this. I can actually click a little button that will rewind everything from the beginning and I can actually see the wave being built piece by piece. That's cool. So the, it's the like TiVo wave. That's exactly what it is. It, it's kind of <laughs> like TiVoing the, the watching the you know, it's like I remember when I first bought our home. We we bought our home. We actually bought a plot of land and we had our home built on the land that where we live. And so I remember coming every day and t- just taking a snapshot, a picture every single day at lunchtime. And so I have a picture of my house as it's being built. And, you know, as each wall went up, I have, you know, that picture of that that new wall. And that's exactly what this wave does. It allows you to do that. But not only that, but it also had, I saw some functionality where it gives you to the ability, it gives you the ability to um, also share the information so, so on a web on a web page so i could embed it on my website and people can come to this html document where i have this wave embedded and they can actually update i can give it access to where you can update that wave uh right from the website and it's being transformed live as you're typing it on my website I I know this is all super super comprehensive, super complicated, and to be honest with you, it it's gonna take a while before people it really catches on. And and I don't, yeah. but it is it is something that's very exciting. Yeah, this is the beginning of of a new technology. Exactly. Now let's talk about the invitation process here for just a moment, because I sure. I, I think that that's where the hype is right now is is the fact that this has been in closed beta where they've only allowed developers in and, and a certain select handful of people. Uh, but they they are giving the ability now for the public to have a look at it. Now, mm-hmm. yeah. what you've had to do is you had to go to wave.google.com and you had to actually sign up and say, hey, I want to be, you know, please notify me via email once this becomes available. Well, I went and did that as soon as I saw the video and it was right after the video came out. So I should be pretty high up on the list if you know, how soon you joined the list has anything to do with anything because I, I, I was really excited as soon as I saw it come out. Uh, so anyway, what they decided is that yesterday they announced that they would be releasing 100,000 invites. Yeah. Which is nothing. I no, mean, we could, the, you just that's imagine. A, that's a blip on the, on, on the Twitter sphere. So the, the whole the thing is, is that waves make no sense at all unless you have somebody to collaborate with. It's kind of like, uh, oh, what, what's a service that you really have? Twitter. It, imagine Twitter. How, how much fun would it be, Chris, if you were the only person you knew on Twitter? Yeah, I used to be that way. <laughs> right. And, and, how, and, and, and what was Twitter like for you then? Boring. Exactly. It's like this, this is stupid, right? But once you start interacting, you know, and it didn't even become fun when you had three people or four people, you know, it become, it becomes really fun and, and kind of useful when you have about 10 or 15 people. Yeah, definitely. And, and so, cause you know, if you don't have at least 10 or 15 people, then there's really no activity. So I, I'm really not excited about the way that they're bringing these 
these waves to get th these wave invites out because a hundred thousand people out of all the people, I mean, literally probably millions of people signed up for a Google wave account. So, Chris, oh, yeah. so Chris, you were one of the blessed people to have received a Google wave invite. I'd like to ask you first and foremost, how did you feel when you got it? <laughs> what, I mean, cause everybody was talking about it. You knew there yeah. was a lot of hype, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I, what I got real lucky. I, I saw, uh, the preview come down on like TechCrunch or something like that the day of, and I just ran over there real quick and I didn't even read what it was. I just ran over there real quick and signed up for it because I'm like, if it's made from Google, it's going to be awesome and everybody's going to use it in the next year or two. Right. So then I went back and kind of was reading up on it and people are like, this is going to be a game changer, this, that, and the other. So I, I guess I got it just because I signed up really fast or I was just really lucky. I don't know. But uh, once you create your account, uh, you get eight, at least the number varies. I've heard 15. Um, I've heard five. But uh, for me personally, right now I've got eight invitations to, to it's called a recommendation to recommend other people uh, to join Google Wave and be part of my contacts. So uh, when I send out your invite, um, it's not going to be right away. You're not going to get an invitation today to join Wave. It may be a week from now. Right. So uh, everybody be patient. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, I, I felt, I guess I just, I looked at it and I started laughing because I knew everybody wanted one of these and I was talking yesterday that I'm like, ah, oh, I'm surprised I didn't see my Google wave invite come in. Cause I'm sure I was right there near the top of the list. And then this morning at two 30 in the morning, my invite came in. So, right. Pre pretty awesome. Well, so <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. and it's asked the ramen noodle. You, uh, you've got to use your Gmail or create a, a Google account. And what it actually does is gives you a new email address that is associated to it. So mine is biting at googlewave.com. Oh, I don't like that. Well, I, I think that's just if you want to send something directly to the wave. Oh, okay. I think I don't I don't think it's an actual like email change. I think it's just I think it's used for wave itself. Okay. Well, that's cool. Why well, I, I I need to know I I know exactly what I'm going to choose mine to be. So can't wait to get it. Anyway, uh, I want to just let people know if you want to follow up at what's going on here, of course, you can go to Twitter and it's going to be completely useless for you to actually follow the hashtag, you know, Google Wave or just typing it, you know, the trend Google Wave because it is unbelievable. I mean, since I, I just loaded it up a minute ago and already it's got like, you know, 4,000 new posts since you last reloaded the page. Would you like to see the most recent? <laughs> so I mean that's how much people are talking about this thing all over the world however I will I will give you a little insight on how you can follow up what's going on in the latest with Google Wave if you go back and watch the video that explains the whole thing and by the way it's a very long video but if you watch that video one of the per people there that's on the Google Wave team is Stephanie is her name and her Twitter ID is Twephanie and it's <laughs> T-W-E-P-H a-N-I-E, so Twephany. If you So if you follow twitter.com slash Twephany, uh, I'm going down here and I will uh, read to you. So basically yesterday uh, at 10.17 my time in the morning, uh, she says it, um, the invites will go out late in the day U.S. time on September 30th. We are in Sydney and we want to be awake to support you all. Oh, so that's why I got it to whatever in the morning. Exactly. So and I was one of the 100,000. You were. And the <laughs> that's 15 awesome. 
She says, 15 hours ago, let's see, Google Wave invites are starting. We'll take many, many, many hours to get them all out. We are so very grateful for all the interest. Next one, 12 hours ago, uh, cool post. How do you want to use Wave? Uh, How Google Wave will transform journalism. And she has a little link there. Uh, And then she does a retweet, meet Dr. Wave in Sydney. Uh, Friday noon. So basically, uh, best wave outfits get Google Wave invitations. <laughs> nice. And uh, so basically, and then of course, uh, just recently, ten minutes ago, even Google Wave invite requests uh, form. Let's see, request form still lives. And then she has a link to it. I'll be honest. Queue is long. We are working hard to scale. Now, is, and she's on Twitter. Yes, yeah, she's on Twitter. It's twitter.com/twethany. T-W-E-P-H-A-N-I-E. All right. So if you want to keep up to date with what's going on, and in fact, I actually started following her and I have the text notifications so that anytime she tweets, I get a little SMS on my phone. (laughs) And it keeps me up, you know, it lets me know what's going on with Google Wave. And I want to know because, you know, even if I actually do get a Google Wave, I still want to know so I can let other people I follow know what's going on with Google Wave because I, I do I am excited about this. I am an early adopter of all this technology and and I have seen the full one hour video presentation that they gave of Google Wave. And let me tell you folks, if you watch the video, I for me, I saw the ramifications of what this could mean immediately. I, I'm thinking this could really change the way you you interact, well, the way both of us interact with clients. Yes. Absolutely. You know? You could hold a, a seminar on, in, in in a wave, basically. Yep, absolutely. You could you could do you could do that. Not only that, but imagine show notes for this podcast. Uh, you know, imagine uh, collaborating. You know, I, one of the examples that they gave is, you know, what if you have a group of you know eight people and you want to talk about where to go for dinner? You know, this you know Friday night. It it it, it is the perfect tool for that. Now, before you could use Google Docs. But it was it was still a little clunky. This is real time, and it's in its media. It's really awesome. Leo Laporte just said, "My first tweet from within Google Wave. Thanks, Tweety the Tweet Bot. Mm. So I guess there's now an extension for Twitter inside awesome. Google Wave. <laughs> That's awesome. It's kind of it's yeah. It is kind of fun to be an early adopter, you know. And like I said, I don't know what I'm doing. It's kind of like your first message on Twitter. Yeah. You know, pretty much everybody's first message on Twitter is, "I joined Twitter. Now what? You know. Yep. So." I've joined Google Wave. Now what? Now so. what? So if anybody's <laughs> out there listening and you have Google Wave, um, you're biting at googlewave.org, right? No. Biting at Google. I think it's biting. Let me look. Biting at googlewave.com. Biting at googlewave.com. All right. I don't know what happens when you send me email to it. I guess we'll find out. All right. So we are giving away two invites. Now, by the way, uh, again, these invitations aren't like you can immediately go in and sign up right now because obviously... Uh, Chris has mentioned that, that he's a way, he's able to recommend some of the next few people. So I guess they're going to put these things at least you'll be, you know, if you was to go to wave.google.com and sign up, then um, you probably will have to wait a great deal longer than if Chris puts in your invitation or recommends you for an invitation. Because what they want to do, I guess, is take these 100,000 people and they say, hey, you know, for you, Chris, we realize that Wave is going to be really kind of stupid unless you have some people to play with it with. So give us eight people's names and their email addresses and we will you can recommend them and we'll get the, we'll get to those people sooner than the mass that didn't get the first 100,000. Right. 
Yes. So that's that's what we're giving away today. You're not gonna get any. You're not gonna get your invitation today. We matter of fact, we don't even know when it would be. But you're gonna pro- you're definitely gonna get it before the people who go up to Google Wave right now and just now sign up to be on the list. Which, by the way, everybody should be doing. Uh, so we are giving away two of these, or I, I say we, I, but Chris is <laughs> Chris is kind enough to give two of these away to our audience. And what we've decided to do is, we're the first person who called in voice feedback for social media serenity is going to receive the first one. And then out of the remaining calls, which there are four, uh, Chris is going to choose one of those four people at the end of the show who will get the second one. So just real quick, we've got 46 people right now in the chat room uh-huh. and 62 people watching the show. Exactly. That is awesome. Thank you guys Thanks. for checking us out today. Thanks, Google Wave. Exactly. All <laughs> right. So here we go. Uh, here is the recipient of the first free recommendation of an invite from Chris Biting, and it is... Hi, Cliff. This is Troy in Kentucky. Just want to share a little bit that I need serenity with my social media. I I see people that I've not seen in years, but we're friends on Facebook. So we've not seen face-to-face in a while, and they tell me that I should cut down on my status updates on Facebook. So that tells me that maybe I'm Facebooking a little bit too much. How much is too much, I guess, is the question. So long. All right. Oh, wow. That was a loud hang up. Uh, <laughs> anyway, great question. Uh, very, very, per, uh, very pertinent and, and good for the topic of serenity and social media. Uh, Chris, what about you? I mean, do you follow a lot of people on Facebook or you follow just a handful of people? Um, I've got about 300 friends on Facebook and it, it really it's a lot of people that I went to high school with and college and then just people I work with or people I have worked with in the past. So it, I, I don't typically follow people I don't know. Does that make sense? Like if I, if, if I haven't had a face-to-face relationship with you, chances are I'm not going to follow you on, on Facebook. Gotcha. Very cool. Well, I, I'll tell you, for me, I follow, oh gosh, I'm connected with like 1,400 and some odd people on um, Facebook. What, by the way, anybody, facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. I'll, I'll friend you. You send it right over. But the thing is, is, is I'm, I'm probably not the best person to ask because I send every update that I send to Twitter. I also send to Facebook. And I recognize that there are some people that I know, particularly my family members, who only follow or they're only friending, you know, five people. And so if you go to the timeline, you know, it's full of my stuff because I, I tweet all the time or I, I put status updates in all the time on Facebook. Um, how much is how much is too much? I think this goes back to, you know, the, the discussion that that Eric Fisher and I had had in prior episodes here of Social Media Serenity and everything that we said related to how how should you Twitter? You know, what is that? You know, is there a wrong way to use Twitter? And, and, and is it possible to Twitter too much? I think all of those same things apply. And the question is, how important is it for you to not upset those people that you knew from high school? You know, are they going to unfriend you? Uh, and here's the biggest thing on Facebook. I love this. All right, so they want to still be your friend, but they're you're taking up too much time on their their newsfeed. Simply email them back on Facebook and say, you know, in your timeline, when you see me pull up, there's the little button that says hide, and it'll say hide Troy story, 
or Troy Story, Troy Price. <laughs> the, Troy Story is his uh, user ID. But anyway, um, it'll say hide Troy Price. And what it, that'll do is it'll keep any of your status updates from appearing in their newsfeed anymore. And, and so basically you could just suggest that they do that. And that way you're not bothering them and you can continue to, to send out Facebook updates and status updates as often as you like. Now, as far as the serenity part of this thing, I think it's probably important that we're not sitting there doing, you know, a status update, you know, every 15 minutes or once an hour or yeah. and stuff like that. I think it's it's important to take a you break. Know, it, it happens with uh, Twitter, too. There's certain times and, and, and things like that where certain people just blow up the Twitter stream. Yep. And I have to I feel bad, but I have to unfollow people at some point just not not permanently, but just temporarily until their their data stream just calms down. Because you know, like right now, like the Google the Google Wave thing. You know, if someone just kept asking different people for Google Wave uh, invites, I'd have to turn them off just because they are totally flooding my stream of information. Right, and it makes it makes a service useless to me. Exactly. And and for me, on a, on a day like this, on a special occasion, I'll usually just say, you know what, I, I could probably just take a break from Google or from Twitter today. I don't know that I need to really keep up with the hype that's going on. And I've got other things to do, such as recording live shows all day. I think I'll just take a break from it and, and, and come back tomorrow. This should kind of calm down by then, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So so those are some things that I would think of. And, you know, definitely if you feel like you are getting too much involved in sending out these status updates, you know, it may be time to go out for a walk. And and Troy, the thing is, I know you were just submitting that question be, as a hypothetical because I do know that you're pretty, uh, you've got a pretty ba- balanced approach to social media. But anyway, congratulations on receiving one of Chris Biting's uh, Google Wave recommendations. For the, the invite has been submitted. There you go. All right. So now we have one, two, three, four. And let me just check the, oh, you know what? We have five. We have a we have another submission that just has come in. I will put that, <laughs> and uh, we'll take the best caller out of these as far as however you want to judge that. But here's the next caller. Okay. Hello, this is Daniel Johnson, Jr., calling about the Social Media Serenity show that you all are doing. I have heard you're going to talk about Google Wave, and I know that the theme of your uh, show is about you know just really get, achieving more balance through the use of, uh, and, through your use of social media and not to let it uh, overtake your life. Based on what you have seen um, in Google Wave, uh, how would you expect it to help us to achieve uh, more social media serenity? In other words, how is it going to make our lives a little bit more efficient uh, from what you've seen? That's my question. Hey, uh, you can find me over at DanielJohnsonJr.com, and, of course, I run a group in local to Cincinnati called NewMediaCincinnati.com. Make it a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right, Daniel, thank you. Chris, do you that have guy's, any thoughts? That guy's a plug-in machine. I love it. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, how's it going to make my life easier? Uh, I, I could see it making, easy, making it easier for me by pulling in a bunch of different things that I use into one like dashboard. Yes. So being able to, to, to grab as many tools as I need and use them all there it, without me hunting around for things or sending uh, a client or, or a colleague uh, to four or five different locations to look for stuff. If they're all collected right there, that's that's pretty useful to me. Absolutely. And to answer your question from my perspective, Daniel, um, at first it's not gonna it's not gonna lead me to a more balanced life. I can tell you right now, when I get my Google Wave invite, I'm gonna have to just block out an entire. <laughs> 
an entire six or seven hours and I'm going to blow off all commitments and, and all responsibilities and I am just going to dive in head first into this Google wave and and it's going to be crazy stupid how how crazy I'm going to be involved in it. However, eventually, you know, the novelty of it all will wear off and and the type of person that I am, I will find ways of using a service that provides some functionality that that I've seen already that is there that is going to I think really change the way that I interact with a lot of people. I it, hopefully, you know, this it won't take forever to where I can open it up and say, you know, hey, you're one of my consulting clients and uh you know, I'm going to invite you to a Google Wave and they're going to say like I have no idea what Google Wave is. And I'm hoping it'll get to the point where I say it doesn't matter. Just, here here's what you do. Just I'm going to send you an invitation. They go and they sign up immediately. And and then all of a sudden, it's just this amazing tool for the, the for the two of us to go back and forth. No more exchanging emails. No more you know taking what I got in an email and posting it into a Google, pasting it into a Google Doc for reference later. And you know, oh my gosh, what was that phone number that you sent me a long time ago? I'm really going to believe. I really believe that this is going to help kind of streamline a lot of things and it'll be a, it'll be really easy I believe even easier than sharing Google Docs it'll be easier to to share Google Wave cuz what I believe is is that Google Wave is going to have a much greater adoption rate than Google Docs there, like for example tons and tons I mean millions of people have Gmail accounts yeah but not many of them I, I would say a very low percentage of them are actually using Google Docs on a regular basis but I, I, I would say that, that the, the hype surrounding Google Wave is such that it is going to be pretty, a pretty wide and pretty massive adoption of this service. So it's going to be so much easier for me to get somebody to use Google Wave after probably in about, uh, probably about eight or nine months from now or, or eight or nine months after it becomes available to everybody. Right, right. Yeah, well, this is just, this is so like cutting, not cutting edge, but like, New territory for everybody. Man, yep. it just—I love Google. Exactly. Can I just say that real quick? Yep. I love Google. We love Google. <laughs> All right. Only if Google made a self. Oh. Oh yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna move on to the next caller here, and let's see who it is. Hey, this is Biagio Messina. I'm the executive producer of VH1 Scream Queens. I'm calling in to uh, ask some questions about using social media to promote our show. We currently are doing some little things like Twitter views and putting the word out on Twitter. Um, but being an, uh, a slightly older producer, not old, but uh, uh, past the uh, social media explosion, uh, it was a little after my prime, uh, I'm trying to reach back and embrace it. Uh, so uh, anyway, as I said, I'm calling from uh, Hollywood, California. And you can check out my blog at uh, jokeandbiagio.com. That's J-O-K-E-A-N-D-B-I-A-G-I-O.com. Thanks. All right. And this is the plug, plug your stuff show, but that's cool. Uh, so, yeah, how can, you, how can you promote your own brand using social media? Uh, in fact, I know that this is, uh, is going to be my opportunity to... Uh, plug my own brand and my own service here, and that is if you're a gspn.tv plus member, uh, I would strongly encourage you to go back and listen to the most recent episode, episode number 11 of Social Media Serenity, and you can learn how I get, how I just did one thing using a Twitter search over at search.twitter.com 
to to gain a new subscriber and it it, it wasn't intentional but it just happened as a a side benefit uh the the idea here and i believe to to grow your audience for any podcast is to build relationships with the existing audience you already have and the the closer you develop those relationships with the existing audience that you have the more those people are going to be motivated and excited about you and your brand and your show, and they will be the ones who go out and tell other people. And so, and this happens all the time for me. I all day long, I have I see people say, at you know, hey, I'm I'm just now starting to listen to at GSPN and at uh, Biting uh, and their Help I Got a Mac podcast. I love this show. And so we have people all the time. Now, we're not requesting people. We're not saying, hey, guys, if you get a chance, will you send out Twitter messages uh, promoting our brand on your Twitter stream or on your Facebook status updates? We don't ask for that. They do it naturally. And mm-hmm. the reason they do it is because they want to promote what we're doing. They want us to. They want to see continued success and in, in in the future and the growth of of what we're doing because we have that relationship. So that, my friends, is is use Twitter for what it's used for, and that is really deepening relationships with the people you're already connected to. Yeah, I had. Uh, it's kind of like. Ashton Kutcher. Let's let's use him as an example. Um, him and a bunch of other people are on this recommended followers list for when you signed up for a new Twitter account. Yep. The difference between the people that are my friends and the people that, that follow him is I have a relationship with a lot of the people that follow me. And there's a, a level of trust there. And I think for any company or person who wants to kind of increase that and how to leverage that, you really, it's not an overnight thing. I I had a potential client that said, I want to do a Twitter contest. Um, I want to get a bunch of followers and I need to do it in two weeks. I'm like, not going to happen. You really need to build trust and a relationship with the people that you follow. So they're more engaged and you're engaged in them. Right. And I think that, I think that's really, really important. Yes, indeed. Let's move on to our next caller. We have a couple more that I think just came in as well, but uh, we'll go ahead and do this person right here. I'm Jonathan Nation, jonathannation.com, calling for Social Media Serenity. It's a great show. I've loved listening to it, watching it live every day. And I think my favorite social media platform is actually Facebook at this point, simply because the quality of what you can do, the people you can find, and it's interesting. We've been working on getting a class reunion planned, and the primary way people are learning about our class reunion is through Facebook, and we're excited about that. All right. Well, thank you very much, Jonathan, and that is a great use of social networking and social tools. My 15-year, I think, I think it's 15. Daggone, I'm old. Uh, I think it's my 15-year reunion is going to be next year, which I actually may go to that one. I don't know. I haven't been to any of them just because I am not really close with anybody that I went to high school with. But I'm, I'd be willing to to bet that um, it's all going to be organized through Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Because that's where most of the people are. Does anybody use classmates.com anymore? I don't think so. Them and Friendster by the wayside. Right. Let's move on to our next caller here. Hey, Cliff. This is uh, Mike Mastrunkel. I'm watching your uh, gspn.tv uh, uh, stream right now. My email address is... Oh, I just wanted to get an entrance into the 
random right. drawing. I fr- we should have actually said that at the beginning of the show that the only way that you get in is if you have a comment or uh, something that pertains to the show. So let's move on to our next one. Hi, Cliff. This is Michelle from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. I'm calling about social media serenity. I've often, I'm a realtor, and I often juggle with the fact of, should I have my clients on my Facebook account? Should I invite them? Same with Twitter. And I'm just wondering what you guys think as far as mixing business with, I guess, pleasure, so to speak, because I'm a very honest person, and I don't really like to self-edit my stuff, but I realize that, you know, there's going to be certain occasions where I might have to do that if I have my clients on following me on Twitter and Facebook. Just wondering what you guys think. Thanks. Bye-bye. Chris, do you have any thoughts on this before I share my thoughts? That's a great question, actually, uh, because it, it you do blur the lines a little bit when you, when you invite, you know, clients and stuff to Facebook. For me, um, I consider Facebook a, a strictly personal space for me. I, I don't deal with anybody in the professional realm. And if I do have people on there that are professional, that you know, that I deal with on a professional basis, like, um, uh, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of a couple of people off the top of my head. Um, they're, they're in the same understanding that you may see a picture of me drinking a beer or you may see, you know, you know, you know what I mean? You may see me at a football game or, or something like that. Now, Twitter, on the other hand, I do both. Um, I just try to put my personality through Twitter. Uh, as far as actual like professional contacts and stuff like that, I keep that to LinkedIn, I think is, is what I do. Um, Facebook mainly, like I said, is for family, friends and people I went to school with and just people that I know face to face, uh, in a friendly setting. Now they could be professional too, but you know, if I've shared a, a drink with them or, or lunch or something like that, they'll probably be on my Facebook. Yeah. Here, here's my thoughts. Well, first of all, me personally, I, you know, my business is my personal. I mean, it, it's so blurred. I have no, mm-hmm. you know, my my business is my pleasure, uh, and and vice versa. And so, I just, I, I have no distinction. So I'm, I'm a little bit of a different type of person to ask. Though, let me just imagine for a second if I were still in, um, if I were still in the world of insurance. And as an insurance agent, would I want people to connect with me, my clients to connect with me on Twitter and Facebook? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm the type of person that, you know, I, I believe that there's a little bit of a value in being a real human being. You know, when I was, of course, a lot of these tools were just starting when I was still back in doing that career. And by then I was actually still tweeting and I had a couple of clients who were following me on Twitter. And it was fun, it was kind of funny to have them come into the office and they were asking me things you know how things went with such and such you know <laughs> that I had tweeted about and I'm like how'd you know about that I follow you on Twitter and so and that didn't bother me it didn't embarrass me the th- the important thing is is that I, here's the thing no matter what you put on the web it, it doesn't matter if these people are not your friends or not there's always a potential that yeah. your information is going to leak out my so, my hard and fast rule and, and this could be yours too I don't share it and this goes across everything online for me. I don't share anything online that I wouldn't tell my mom and dad. Right. You know what I, do you know what I mean? I mean, obviously there's things that, that I do and say that I'd never do and say in front of my parents, but, um, 
those are the things that, that go online, the things that I would tell my mom and dad. And, you know, my mom and dad know that I go out and have a drink every once in a while. And so I'll post that, that kind of stuff on Twitter and show pictures of that and things like that. So I use my mom and dad as a, as a, as a guide rule on what is acceptable or not to post in my online life. Right. So here, here's a question. What if you're – I've he- recently heard a, a horror story about somebody who says their, their child's teacher – posts pictures of her drunken weekends on her Facebook account. Mm. Uh, here, here's my deal. I, I See, that's the thing. It's like she probably thinks that that's safe and only shared among her friends. Unbeknownst to her, one of her friends happens to be one of her, you know, children's parents, you know, one, <laughs> one of the children in her class parents. And this is an example. It's like we need it, – it's not necessarily – in my mind, what, you know, separating this information of who gets to see it, who doesn't. It's just like being real about what you share. I mean, if I am a school teacher, it's probably not good for me to share pictures of my drunken weekends, you know, that are only sharing anywhere. Yeah. That are really, really use the security settings on your, on your Facebook profile. Yeah. But even, but even still, well, that's the, that's the, the question is, is it right to, what do you post on your profile? And here's my thing is, is, well, number one, let me just say, if I was still in insurance and, and stuff like that, I would still do it personally. However, I, if, if I were really concerned and I was going to hold some things back, you know, for just among my friends, I'd probably do Twitter is open to everybody in the world. Facebook is only open to the people that I accept as friends. But even still, I would never post something that I would ever be embarrassed or that I wouldn't want to leak out into the public because any of my friends on Facebook can take that information and republish it. Yeah. And it's, it's true to say that people like teachers and, and politicians and, and people like that have a different moral responsibility, I guess, than, than someone like me. That's that. That's another thing. That's exactly right. I really do believe there is. There are some expectations. That I, I, it may not be. A, it, some people may argue that it's not right, but I would hope that I, I would see it less acceptable for my my daughter's fourth grade teacher to post those pictures than my daughter's dance instructor. Yeah, like my my old roommate uh, from when me and my two friends lived together was a high school English teacher for. Um, a school in Kentucky, a very prominent, well-known, highly regarded school. And, uh, you know, he was just my buddy and we did the same thing as we always did. And it, it, I stopped for a second. I thought, you know what? All the teachers I ever had in school are just like my friend. And they probably did the exact same thing as my friend did. So holy cow, teachers were people too. And I couldn't imagine him being a teacher and posting that kind of stuff on Twitter or on Facebook that, that him and I used to do. When right. he was a teacher. So now there are some things with Facebook, of course, you know, you, you connect with your friends and then all of a sudden all your friends can see where you've been posted or tagged in photos and stuff like that. Now, recently this occurred to me, uh, happened to me in that, um, I was recently tagged in some photos from my fraternity days in college and, and one of them, and, and I'm not, I mean, I'm not ashamed of what my past or anything like that. Uh, at least not all of it, uh, but <laughs> I mean, there there is a photo in there that it is it is absolutely undeniable that I am somewhat inebriated in that photo back in my college days, singing karaoke on stage. It, it, so I mean, it it wasn't crazy, uh, but but at the same time, 
you know, it, it, it's out there. But you know what? It, I mean, I am who I am. Now, of course, you know, if I was out there, you know, if I had some really wild days, let's just say I used to run around naked after drinking a bunch of alcohol. I and, do. The, and those pictures <laughs> all of a sudden showed up on Facebook. Well, guess what? If my clients were my friends, they would be able to see those when I'm tagged. Yeah. See, I, I, I've never let myself get in any kind of embarrassing situation. Right. Well, at least as far as we know, right? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I've done plenty of, of enjoying beverages and singing karaoke, but I don't mind what people know about that. All right. Uh, I'll tell you what. We have four more, four more calls that came in, but we're, we're wrapping up now. So, so Chris, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and choose from the calls that we've taken, which one of the, those do you think is the best call that is deserving of a Google Wave invite? Hmm. I have to say the last call, the one we just talked about, okay. Michelle. Was that Michelle? All right. So, yeah. Michelle, are you in the are you in the uh, chat room? And there she is, Michi, Michi Pie. And uh, Michi, if you will, Michelle, if you will actually send an email to Chris at biting b e i t i n g dot o r g. He will with the email address that you want the invite to go to. He'll send that out to you. Yeah, and you know what? I got a couple more invites. I I might. Uh, if you're a friend of mine on Facebook, on Facebook, on Twitter, if not, it's at biting. I'll, I'll give another one away there. There you go. All right. Well, folks, we're going to wrap it up. That is this week's episode of Social Media Serenity. And of course, I played the wrong music, but that's OK. We'll just say <laughs> bye, everybody. It's been a crazy day of all kinds of mishaps here at TV. <sighs> Luckily, I will solve the issue right now. That's what it is. I didn't have a Diet Coke this morning. And a lot of people who are new to this program and, and new to this uh, site, uh, Cliff does this for a living. So if you want to get all the content from the nine ninety six thousand shows he produces, including Help I Got a Mac, which I, I co-host with him, uh, become a Plus member at uh, gspn.tv slash plus. Absolutely. Thank you so much, man. We'll talk to you soon. See ya. And, and Eric should be back next week. <laughs>